Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. This is the last trading day of the week. Uh, we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. Uh, before we do that, though, let's not forget that uh, there are a lot of things in this world that uh, we cannot control, but we can control the amount of risk that we take on within our portfolio. You need to know what that risk is and how it really lines up with the amount of risk you should have in your portfolio. Give us a call. 863-382-0037. Schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Future. 19 here before 9. Time to check in on Wall Street and see what we're doing to your retirement plans today. And we're doing too dang much to it day to day. You really need to talk to Philip Statler at Statler Financial Services. He's on the phone now with his take as to what's going on. Philip, good morning. It's unemployment day today, or at least one of three in a row, right? Yeah, it's unemployment day. It's the last trading day of the week going into a three-day weekend for the market. And uh, yeah, so uh, what happens today could have some big impacts uh, throughout the weekend. Absolutely. So consequently, we've got a lot of investors reading tea leaves off of uh, off of early figures that we get because they aren't going to be there to throw real money around tomorrow morning when the official unemployment rate comes out. And Thursday is when they publish the uh, weekly unemployment claims number. And last week, we had a, well, depending upon how you look at it, 228,000 first-time unemployment claims. That's up 18,000 from last week. It still indicates a very well-functioning employment economy, but the market actually expected it to go down, didn't they? Well, they they did. They expected it to be 200,000 um, this last um, this last week, um, and based on the numbers that my guys have put together, uh, that's a substantial increase over. Um, where it actually came in. So uh, at 228, though it doesn't seem like it was that big of a difference, um, that's uh, more than a 10% miss when we look at that, the raw numbers there. Understood. And it's an increase of 18,000 over last week. Again, for the frame of reference, uh, we aren't in trouble, quote unquote, yet. Uh, because they figure about 250 is the normal sifting and winnowing in a normally functioning economy. But we're getting into the at least the same zip code as, quote, unquote, a normally functioning economy and a big increase from what we kind of sort of got used to for the last year and a half, didn't we? Yeah, it is. And so, um, you know, they, the Fed, we, could, we talk about the Fed a lot on this show, that they really want that unemployment number uh, back up between four and a half and five percent. And we're still a long way from that number, Dave. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to be waiting for tomorrow morning at this time to see what the federal government actually reports as an official unemployment rate. Other indications that we're moving in that direction, the uh, monthly challenger report for the uh, layoffs in this nation came out this morning earlier on. And the challenger report has some almost scary numbers to be had. 89,703 layoffs last month from the Challenger report nationally. That's a 15% increase over February. And in the first quarter, we had the highest number of layoffs 
since way back in 2020, and those of us that can count months, we remember 2020, that was when basically we shut the whole dang economy down. So put the challenger together with a substantial increase in the number of first-time unemployment claims. It's kind of why I was hedging whether or not we're going in the right direction or the wrong direction. For people that are looking for work, it's decidedly the wrong direction, but for the sake of Jay Powell and his uh, minions of the Federal Reserve, we're definitely cooling off the employment market a bit, aren't we? Yeah, we are. If we look at quarter over quarter uh, compared to 2022 to 2023, Dave, that's almost a 400% increase in uh, in layoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was, reading 300, I was reading like a 396% increase over last year. There's a decided change in the employment market, which uh, <laughs> kind, of, kind of leads me to the thing you and I giggled about on the phone for the first time, the lead on my CNN tip sheet. Bulletin, bulletin, bulletin. CNN has discovered the economy is not well. What a concept. They finally, <laughs> they finally yeah. woke up over there. What a concept. Oh, man. You had a figure on uh, business bankruptcies, too, that is also a little bit on the disconcerting side. Yeah, it is, man. When we look at, you know, let's face it, when COVID hit, that was just a terrible year for small to medium-sized businesses. And we saw a big ramp up in bankruptcies during 2020. Well, mm-hmm. now they come out and say that uh, if you look back at 2020, February of 2020, and compare it to February of 2023, we have 73% more bankruptcies this year than we did back in 2020. So um, that's not good news. And it's, it's affecting the small and medium-sized businesses who are heavily debt structured, right? So small businesses need capital. Usually they're, they're on a shoestring. They're borrowing the money off of credit cards or banks to do that. And uh, when the economy starts to tank, they're the first ones that uh, stand in line to bankruptcy court uh, trying to, uh, to get rid of that debt. And that kind of addresses the thing that we were observing a couple of weeks ago, that no, the interest rates in absolute terms are not obscenely high. I mean, two-year Treasury yield is, you know, 3.79, 3.8, that range, that isn't ridiculous. But the increase from zero has been the fastest, at the very least, I've seen any records I've found from basically zero up to that three and a half, four percent range. It's the fastest increase we've seen. So a whole lot of business notes that renew and end up adjusting their interest rates, all of a sudden we got a whole lot of people that are paying about four times as much interest as they were just a little while ago. And that's kind of a ticket to head for Chapter 11 in a hurry, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, we think of it in terms of, well, I have a mortgage and it's going to be 3% or 4% or 5%. I know what it's going to be. Well, in the business world, it doesn't work that way. A lot of times, uh, any any type of credit they have is a floating rate. So rates go up, their rate goes up. Um, if they have a fixed rate, it doesn't stay fixed forever. It resets every, probably no more than every five years. Absolutely. And that's one of the, on taking it to the next level, that's why you and I have been cautioning about the interest rate increases having a deleterious effect on the federal budget as well, because basically the Fed is buying on variable rate money as well, because every time a bond renews, that interest rate is upticking. So our federal interest payments over time are going to start going up astronomically as well. 
uh, you know, we talked about our personal finances down the line, and I periodically bragged about the fact that I refinanced my home last year at 2.9%. Yeah, that locks me in for 30 years. You can't get a locked-in rate when you're doing business loans. They vary, and right now it's really hurting small businesses. Yeah, and think about that, what you just said, the federal federal government. How much is their interest payment going to increase because of these increased interest rates? And how are they going to pay for that? Well, I'm going to tell you, taxes are going to have to go up, and you and I are going to have to pony up more uh, to Uncle Sam in order for them to make those payments. Yep. Every time one of those two-year Treasury notes turns over, it's looking at an increase of from about 0.25% up to 3.7% or better. And that's not good for our balance of payments in general. No, it's not. It's not, for sure. Absolutely. Boy, are we just merry sunshine and a half this morning, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. Let's, let's look for a little merry sunshine. I understand people are still buying jeans like they're going out of style. How did Levi's do? You know, Levi did come in and they, they had a, a decent quarter. I mean, they beat on earnings, they beat on revenue. Um, and they, they came in and actually reaffirmed their revenue and, and earnings guidance for the year. Um, so I'm not sure kind of what the deal is because they're getting beat up a little bit this morning. They're down 4.7%. And, and I just can't find anything um, inside the report that I'm looking at that says, hey, we're taking down. So the only thing I can think of is earnings came out. People are taking some profits off the table right now. That probably would make some sense because there's a lot of bargains out there. And uh, you've got something that's toward the high end. Well, go buy a bargain for a couple of months, right? Yeah. Hey, the other one I have, I do have one other earning for you is Constellation Brands. That's the liquor beverage company. Um, yes. And they uh, they reported this last quarter. They earned more than expected. They came in $1.98 versus $1.82. Uh, and revenue basically was in line with expectations. Uh, they are trading up right now about seven-tenths of a percent. And they had a good day yesterday, Dave. They were up almost one and a half percent yesterday. Well, when the economy stinks, what do you do but drink, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sometimes that's not a completely irrational conclusion. Setting the table for the morning, it was a mixed bag day on Wall Street yesterday. The Dow did climb 80 and a third points. That was almost a full quarter of a percent. Standard & Poor's and the NASDAQ, not so fortunate. The Standard & Poor's 500 down by about a quarter of a percent. And the NASDAQ kind of took a bath. They were down a full percent, down 129 and a half points. 45 minutes before we open this morning, are we going to turn the corner on some of those indexes, Philip? Dave, I'm afraid that uh, there's a little skepticism out there right now heading into this uh, holiday weekend. Uh, we've got the uh, S&P 500 down a tenth, the Dow 30 down a little less than a tenth of a percent, and the NASDAQ 100 down a third. On the other side, we've got some uh, declining numbers here, too. Silver's down a tenth of a percent, still above $25, though. And then gold is down a third, uh, still above 2000 at $2,029. And then your favorite, crude oil is heading up for you today, Dave, up a little over a tenth of a percent to $80.68, which is basically where it was yesterday. Yeah, about the same zip code. I do have one of my tip sheet articles said that that uh, production cut in the OPEC countries could result in $100 a barrel oil fill up gas in a hurry, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I filled up yesterday. I did on Monday as soon as we got the news from OPEC. 
overseas markets, it was kind of a mixed bag on the Asian rim. Japan was off precipitously, but the uh, mainland and Hong Kong markets in China generally either flat to slightly up. Europe, for some reason, and I'm not sure why, maybe it is the fact that our economy is slowing down, indicating interest rates might stabilize. They're generally up fractionally this morning, halfway through their day. Keeping tabs on this, I kind of referenced it earlier. If we talk about this every morning, it gives you the willies about your retirement plan. You've got more risk than you really should have if you're getting close. How do I find you to be able to get the risk out of my retirement plan, Philip? Okay, then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Or, hey, just, you, I know we didn't talk about this, but, hey, they can visit us tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be in the soda festival tomorrow and oh, Saturday, are? have a booth. Yep. We're going to be there. So actually I won't be with you tomorrow morning, Dave, either. Uh, and so uh, we're going to be out there setting up and we're going to be out there. Come by and, uh, and introduce yourself. We'd love to uh, chat about what's happening in the marketplace and how we might be able to help you uh, from an investment standpoint and just tax savings. I mean, taxes are going up. So stop by and see us there. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And I'll drop by and pester you while I'm minding our booth over the weekend because we've got a booth down there as well. You have a good weekend. I'll probably see you at the Soda Fest, and we'll talk on Monday. Fair enough? All right, buddy. Have a great one. Thank you, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. <laughs>